Okay, Rabbi Say. Let us begin. Let us begin. Good evening. And we are continuing Bezer Hashem Perik Hey. We're up to number two. Item number two here the Khovasavava is saying this is the way that we can actually acquire the trait of kidney of humility. And the first one was that we realized where we come from. The Hashani and the second. Kishu Khoshiv Baitsem Mashiagia love Baylam. Person contemplates what happens in the world, what transpires in the world. Mimini and People have real challenges. Berov summer, hunger, thirst, a lack of food, a lack of drink, frigid cold, extreme heat. And it doesn't mean necessarily that a person experiences it himself. Even sometimes you go outside, it's freezing cold, and you realize, you know, without the the warmth that Hashem allows to put into the to the world, we would freeze to death. That's how frail we are, and that's how vulnerable we are. Uva chaloim, sickness, uva pagoim, uva daigus, things of of mishaps that could take place that could happen to a person, uva daigus, and worries that a person has. That it sometimes it leads a person ultimately to a tragic end. I mean, he knows there are people who get sick. The uh, the the Bali Musa say that a person wants to uh, to to know how much he has to thank Hashem. He should go to to, to a hospital ward. Just go walk through, walk through. Certainly, if you're not accustomed to it, you're not used to it. You see people writhing in pain and aches and and uh, moaning. From, from pain to discomfort or with real troubles that they have and you look at that and you turn around and say look what a person is look, look what could you become of a person when Hashem is not continuously just giving and providing at every second so when a person contemplates these ideas when he thinks about it look at the way he, he addresses this we think oh well yeah, Nebuch, you know, there are those people, there are people like that, and uh, Baruch Hashem, Hashem has kept me healthy for the most part, and I'm very thankful for that. It's not where the Chavis of others goes, because we're trying to get a person to think about humility. So he says, Really, a person has to realize how weak he is. The, the lack of how much he could really achieve. He has no way. person thinks, oh, oh I'll be careful. I'm not going to get this illness. You know, cancer won't come my way. person who's honest, he has, he has no say in the matter. He has no uh, ability really to keep it away. Even we mentioned in the past, in, in the Shara Bitochen, we learned even a person who tries to stay healthy, eats healthy, exercises, which all part included in one has to take care of oneself. You have to do that. But that but how many stories have we heard of people who were in great shape and took care of themselves and ate very healthily and nothing happened to them? Nebuch, they too got sick, came down with something. So a, per- a person realizes how frail and vulnerable the human being is. He really is too weak to try to say, I'm going to take care of this. 
when he contemplates this Yakir Mitsuras Mahmode, he realizes that his station, his standing in the world, he's not likened to a prisoner in this world. Very powerful statement that Chavazavav says. We are not like prisoners in the world. Prisoners he doesn't mean prison locked up in, in a cell. He means really locked up in ourselves. He said, we're not like paralyzed people. He says, really, in essence, we are paralyzed people. It's only that Hashem allows our hands to move, our fingers to wiggle, our lips to move, to talk, to walk. But really, a person is is totally helpless. We talked about before when a, when a, when a baby, a baby is literally helpless. He can't walk, can't talk, can't talk, can't move, needs to be helped around. But really, the essence of every person, we make two brachas, let's focus on two brachas that we make every morning. And the 15 brachas of Birchas HaShachar. One is, Baruchat HaShem Lekerem Elechelam Matir Asurim, who unties those who are bound. Bound? What are we bound? Were we, were we tied up? Were we hanged off that night? Did someone tie up our hands with a rope at night? So, this is the way my Rebbe the Mashkiach Zolgazunzain used to say. Imagine sometimes you, know, you, you sleep in a funny position and you wake up and sometimes you have a cramp in your leg, right? And, and it's so painful. Yeah, and it sometimes takes a five or ten seconds just to, to adjust it, right? And, and at that moment, a person, he, he, he's, his, his leg is sort of paralyzed for a moment from that cramp. Besides the hurt, he's, he's, he just can't move it. He has to put it into... So a person contemplates that. He realizes you know, he can be like that all the time. Yeah, and Once in a while, Hashem, he shows here and there, look, look, look what happens when I'm not giving you all of your strength. So we make a bracha every morning. Matir Asurim. He unties those that are, that are bound and changed, those that are paralyzed. And he gives us the ability to move. He builds the, the, the ability to move our limbs. When we think about it, he says, you know, there are people who can't move their limbs. There are people who don't have the ability to to uh, to move freely. And they're, they're really asurim. But he says, really, in essence, every person, he's not like someone who is tied up and changed, someone who's paralyzed. We really are like that. But just Hashem allows us to to move out of it. The second bracha is the... Fourteenth in the Birchas Hashachar. Borogat Hashem alikena melachaylam hanoisein layoif koyach. Now, really, it could have said hanoisein that gives koyach layoif, who gives strength to the tired one. But the bracha seems to say. This is a shot from Ramosha Salavachik's that's all. The Bracha seems to indicate who gives to the tired one Koyach. In other words, we are really always in a state of tiredness. We're in a state of weakness, of having the inability to have energy. But when Hashem lets us get up, get off the bed, go down and pick up the sin and say those brachas, we have to realize Hashem is allowing the tired one Koyach. To give him strength, we're always really in a state of tiredness. I'm not talking about people who are sleep deprived because they don't sleep enough, and they're always in a state of tiredness. 
teenagers and some other people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that really every person really doesn't have the ability to on his own to move. Every limb that moves, Hashem is allowing it to move. So really we could always be called the Yo'if, the one who's in a state of tiredness. But Hashem gives us Kayach to move ahead. So if a person thinks about it, contemplates that, Mati Rasurim, you unbound me, you allowed me to move. Because I know when I have aches and pains or have a cramp, I can't move, I feel paralyzed. And there are never people who have that. So here we say, this. I'm going to think that I'm a, a great person, I'm going to take pride, I'm going to take credit, I'm going to expect praise from people because I had the ability to do something. Again, another doesn't mean we're nothing. We're able to do a lot of things. But who's giving it? Who's enabling it? Who's allowing it? And therefore, if it's not me enabling it, like a per- then, then what, what type of credit can I, should I get? It's like a person says, here, listen, here's a thousand dollars, and I want you to invest it in, the, in this particular investment. You know, give it to someone who knows investments, maybe. Yeah? And invest it. So, you invest it, it makes a lot of money. Oh, look at that. See that? I made this good investment. What, what do I know? I got the money from him. He told me to give it to this guy to invest it. <laughs> I should take the credit. And it's so strange. People even, even in that scenario, do people take the credit. So that's, that's the idea that Chosavov is saying here. We are really bound people. We're really paralyzed but from our own strengths, we're paralyzed people. We should get that feeling of humility of a person who indeed is bound up, chained in a in a pit. That he has no device, he has no counsel, the ability to be able to unchain himself to get out and he built the Adainov. It's very appropriate for the parishes that we're reading. Yosef HaTzadik is thrown into the bar in this week's parish of parish of He's thrown into the bar. He can't get out. Can't get out. 20 amas deep. Couldn't get out. They threw a rope down when they wanted to sell him to the Yishmaelim, to the Medonim. So they pulled the rope and took him out. Otherwise he would have languished in the bar. Comes out. Sold to Yishmaelim, to the Medonim, to the Mitzrayim. Finally to Paitifar. And what's there? He's working as a, as a slave, as a butler. Then what happens? He gets thrown into prison again. He was in prison for 10 years. And then an additional two years. The greatness of Yosef at Tzaddik is he went through a lot in his life. He was, for the first 17 years, the prized special son of his father. The apple of his father's eye. And it was clear, so much so that the brothers became jealous of him. It was like he was in Ganeden. He was living in the lap of luxury, learning with his father everything that he learned in Yeshiva Shem Ve'ever, he taught Yosef. And then things changed. Things changed drastically. He's, a, he's accosted by his brothers, thrown into a pit, sold multiple times. Finally, at least he gets to, to work makes some money, he's a slave, he's a slave in a foreign land, gets into some challenge with the, the mistress and thrown into prison. A dungeon, it was a dungeon. And then, when Hashem says, okay, now's the time, he becomes, within an instant, he's the viceroy of Mitzrayim. And the Torah tells us who Yosef, 
Hu Yosef mitchila v'atzayif. It was the same Yosef. The same Yosef when he was learning Torah with his father. The same Yosef when he was sold as a slave. The same Yosef in a dungeon. The same Yosef sitting, sitting on a throne. He was the same Yosef. In what way? He always realized it wasn't him. The proof of that is, as soon as he has an opportunity to get out of jail, and he's brought in front of Pare, a slave in chains, Pare says, I hear you, uh, you have an expertise, you know how to interpret dreams. Any sane person at that moment would have said, uh, yes, your highness, I do, and uh, I don't mind sharing it with you, but I need a favor myself. That's not what he said. The king, the most powerful king in the world, says, I hear you know how to uh, interpret dreams. He says, no, not me. Not me. It's only because that was his whole thought process. He never thought about it different. Yosef never thought about it different. He was as comfortable, we could say, in the dungeon as he was sitting on the throne. To him, he has no power at all. Hashem enables him to do things. And therefore, he was Yosef HaTzadik from the beginning to the end. That's Yosef HaTzadik. It carries over into Hanukkah too. We don't have time to, to discuss that. But that's talking about being in a, in a prison that you have no way to get out except if the warden allows it. That's Yosef HaTzadik. Kemosh let's end with this Pasuk that he, where Chavis HaMobos really gets this from. Where does he glean this whole idea from? From a Pasuk in Tehillim. Kemosh Nehemar, Beautiful. Look what Chavis HaMobos saw in this Pasuk from Dovra Melech. Dovra Melech says to Hashem, let it come before you, Enkas Osir, the the moaning, the the uh, the heart wrenching tefillah of the osir of the one who is tied up. David Amelach says, "I feel I'm always tied up. I am always a paralyzed person. I'm a paralyzed creature. I'm not. I can't move on my own. So may the the supplication of the osir of the one who's tied up, who has no power on his own, come before you." And at the end of Tehillim, take me out from the, from the shackles of my nefesh. My nefesh is tied up, his mask here is, is enclosed. That's the way David Amalek was. Indeed, he took this from Yasef HaTzadik. That's, that's the, always the way they looked at it. Now, he's a very accomplishing individual, David Amalek. He ran, he ran a country. He was a king. He fought many wars. He won many wars. He didn't think he was nothing. And being an honor doesn't mean a person thinks he's nothing. That's wrong. person knows he has a lot he can do and a lot he accomplished. But it's not his keiches. It's not his ability. If it was just him himself, he's helpless. He's paralyzed. He's an asif. He's tied up. It's only the odai, the master, the master of the world, unlocks it and allows him to do things. So therefore he must do things. He must take all of those keiches and use them to realize they're really not his keiches. Good. We'll conclude here, Abayi Say. A good night.